welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is for awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose. And we cover a wide range of subjects, and we're having such a wonderful time with our show that we started just this year, 2018, in January. Today, we have episode 20, Heal Yourself, Don't Judge, Be Happy. I love these titles Michael comes up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have so much fun with this. So today's subject of exploration is healing yourself. That is such a huge subject. So where do we start? Well, that's where we're going to start, the starting point of healing. We all want to be well, right? None of us wish to be ill or not well. We want to be healthy, not just in our physical health, but we wish to be well all the way around, emotionally, mentally, psychically, spiritually, and in every way, don't we? We'd all like financial well-being, to be successful in our career, to be extraordinarily happy in our relationships, or just to be well in life. In our current society, if you'd like to get some health help being healthy physically, you go to a doctor or some kind of physical healer. If you'd like to work out emotional issues, you might seek the help of a therapist. If you suspect you have a mental problem, you might go to a psychiatrist or other mental health professional. In the age of one-stop shopping, healing seems to be getting more and more specialized and compartmentalized. For example, in the field of medicine, there is so much information and treatments and medicines and everything about the ever-growing list of illnesses that there is no way that any one person can manage it all. It's like taxes. (laughs) All of this makes it seem like healing is getting more and more complicated than ever and requires more sophisticated, specialized knowledge, knowledge before you can get started in actually healing whatever it is that you are seeking healing for. Is that true? Of course not. Healing is healing, and it never changes regardless of the changing conditions that we all call illnesses or unhealthiness. Healing means restoring to wholeness that which is divided. The definition of healing is that simple. Nothing to it. Since most of us are not absolutely 100% perfectly healthy in every way possible all the time, we are each in some proportion more whole and in some proportion less whole. For example, a person could be mentally quite healthy but have a broken leg, or a person might be emotionally happy but have a mental condition. You could be psychically quite aware but have a physical challenge. You are most likely more whole in some aspects of life 
and less so in others. In life, we are each healing all of the time because restoring ourselves to wholeness is exactly what we're here to do as souls on earth throughout our incarnations. We keep moving ourselves forward, becoming more fully who we are in the wholeness of spirit. Whenever we call it, whether we call it self-realization, enlightenment, full awakening, cosmic consciousness, God-realization, or something else, in the ultimate sense of the word, we are healing ourselves back to wholeness, freedom, the all. So, all of life is about healing. But in our day-to-day living, we may seek out healing when we are not happy with our condition in some way. It may be our emotional condition that we find something lacking in, or our psychic condition, or most commonly, it could be a physical condition that we want to change in, whether it's losing weight or healing from a known life-threatening disease. Somehow you might decide that you want to get healthier in some way. When you make the decision, you begin a new chapter in your ongoing story of healing yourself to your ultimate fulfillment. Deciding to heal yourself is always the first step in your journey of a thousand miles. And, you know, your next phase of healing begins the moment you make that decision. For most people, however, the problem is that they don't realize that everything that they experience after making that momentous decision to heal, to become well, is part of the overall healing process. There have been a few times in my life when I made such a decision to heal myself, to get well. I almost instantly got well, felt better, everything. Yet, most of the times I've made that decision, I initially experienced what I would say was a little more, or a lot more, discomfort. (laughs) There have been many times where I wasn't sick in the usual sense of the word when I made my decision to heal myself at a deeper level. But then I got sick in the usual sense of the word shortly afterwards. (laughs) This This is what many people interpret or misinterpret so often as the opposite of healing rather than to recognize that it's all part of the consequence of the decision to heal more deeply. And it's um, the underlying ill conditions come up to the surface. You know, a lot of things where we become not well because we bury stuff, emotions, thoughts, energies, even creativity ideas. We might have a great creative idea, but we have a judgment. Oh, nah, that's not good enough. Or I'm not good enough. And then we bury that idea we had and we don't do anything with it. But we don't throw it away either. It's, it's just sitting there. And over the years, you do this a few times and you pile it up And you have stuff that's kind of stuffed under. Or sometimes it's emotions of resentment, guilt, fear. 
You know, how many times have you been afraid of something, but you had to deal with, you know, whatever the situation is. And so you decide you don't have the time to deal with the fear. So you just bury it. You just override it and plow through your job or whatever you need to do. And then you forget about it because whatever you were afraid of is past. But did you release that fear that you were holding on to and overriding when you had to do that to get your job done? Huh. So, you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, cases and, and news about uh, vets who go to battlefields and they see and experience some of the most horrendous stuff and they come back well how did they manage most of them didn't manage it other than override it they just you know hunker down i gotta get through this this is a life or death situation and i'm doing this for my country or whatever and just plow through and and do the best they can and then when they're, you know, uh, sent home and they get to finally relax and nobody's shooting at them and bombs aren't exploding right in front of them and things like that, they relax. The healing begins. But then if you don't know how to deal with the beginning of the healing process where all that stuff you buried comes up, well, there's the fear, there's the anger, there's the guilt, grief, you know, everything starts to come up. <clears throat> the trauma. The trauma. And and if you don't get some guidance, you don't know what to do with it, then what happens is you have this condition called PTSD. And you just freak out. You become all the stuff that's coming out, and you don't know what to do. Okay, so... Once you make that decision to further heal yourself and your life, what's the most important thing you can do to set your healing course in the right direction? Of course, you know, Raphael is talking about how she likes the titles I come up with with, for these shows. (laughs) This one, I had a fun time because, you know, uh, many of you probably know the international hit song that Bobby, Bobby McFerrin uh, wrote and, and sang in 1988. Don't worry, be happy. How <laughs> uh, McFerrin ended up writing that song, which was the first a cappella song to reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, was that he saw a poster of Indian mystic Mayor Baba at a friend's house with Mayor Baba's signature quote that Mayor Baba used to end his cables to his students in the West at, at that time with, and he'd always sign off, don't worry, be happy. And McFerrin, seeing that poster with that quote, thought that was a pretty neat philosophy in four words. And so McFerrin starts to put this into verse, and in the first verse, uh, and also he repeats it, this, these two lines in his bridge later on in the song, where in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it 
double. <laughs> I love that. I, I love it because, you know, it's it's lyrics and it's he, he's it's fun, but when you really look at it, it's absolutely true. I absolutely concur with Bobby McFerrin on those two lines, as along with "Don't worry, be happy," but for one of the most important initial steps to your healing, I decided to replace worry with judge because that's even more basic. So I made the title for our show today, Don't Judge, Be Happy. All right. But the thing, uh, what he says about in every life, we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. I'd say, if you judge, you make it quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> that almost rhymes. <laughs> yeah, almost there. Uh, so when you decide to heal yourself in your life, you're making a commitment. After all, a decision without a commitment to follow through with action isn't a real decision, right? So once you decide to heal yourself to the next level, you have to start dropping the judgments, that are bound to come up in your mind that makes you unhappy in the first place. The judgments that you hold about whatever it is that you end up becoming unhappy about. Huh. You are unhappy because you're holding on to judgment. It really doesn't matter what you're judging. It's that you're judging that keeps you unhappy. So when you decide to drop your judgment and be happy, You get yourself onto the expressway of healing. Most people assume that they are unhappy because they are ill or they're struggling with some condition of life. That's never true. They're struggling or ill because they are unhappy. Choosing to be happy is the first step after deciding to heal yourself and actually healing yourself. If you're holding off on deciding that you're happy regardless of your experience, then you're merely prolonging your suffering. The sooner you decide to be happy with yourself, regardless of your condition or situation in life, the sooner you'll be back on your road to wholeness. So what makes it difficult for you to choose that you are happy? Well, most people believe that they have to feel happy before they decide they are happy. That's completely the opposite. You have to choose that you are happy before you start to feel happy. Choosing that you're happy means you have to drop whatever judgments that you've been holding on to that's keeping you not happy. Take a look at it sometimes. You'll, you'll find Oh, when you're not happy, there's always a judgment you're staring at. To truly heal ourselves to the limitless wholeness of spirit, we have to make that choice many times a day. Would I rather hold on to my judgment and suffer more, be more unhappy, or would I rather drop the judgment and be happier? For me, that's a no-brainer. But sometimes it takes some awareness and a little bit of commitment to be happy. A very good example of this is simply someone who's been uh, in a relationship where they broke up and they're not happy 
or let's say the one person is not happy. And just staring at the judgment of what was wrong with that person and, and how they hurt you and so on and so forth. If you can walk around like that, after a while it's going to become much more than just what you're stuck on. It's, it starts to fester and it can actually become disease. And then your life becomes like a bad country song. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you done me wrong. <laughs> yes. So um, I, I just, I do a lot of readings on people who hold, uh, you know, grudges. That's a judgment. Holding a grudge against someone for a lifetime, and it's going to damage you, the person who has the grudge, much more than it's going to damage the other person. Don't judge, don't grudge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, um, believe it or not, our first break is coming right up. We will be speaking about some good examples uh, so that you'll get a handle on how to take this information and actually use it. But meanwhile, make sure to check our website, uh, michaeltamora.com, for all our upcoming events. In fact, we have a new series of teleclasses going on right now. The next class is Saturday, May 16th from 10 a.m. To, to noon Pacific time. It's uh, an overall class on psychic abilities, and this one is titled Clear Audience, Tune In to Your Spirit Guide Radio Show. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue to discuss how you can heal yourself. Don't judge, don't grudge, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're lost in the dating world and need GPS, if you're stuck in dating hell and can't get out, if you're in need of a dating intervention, then Done Being Single with host Trevor and Robbie Sharp is your lifeline to love. From hookups to happily ever after, learn how to navigate single life and find the one. Tune in to Done Being Single Saturdays, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. 
Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're exploring how you can learn to heal yourself by dropping judgment and being happy. By the way, um, I forgot to mention in the emails that I sent out that this is a call-in show today. And as the woman said um, at the intro of our show, you may call the number 888-346-9141. I'll say that again, 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. We ask that you keep your questions focused on today's topic about judgments, about choosing to be happy, and how to heal yourself. Um, last week we had somebody ask a question off subject, and we would really rather keep it on subject because these are actually important things to learn about. We live in a very complicated world right now, and we're given mixed signals all over the place about how to handle whatever comes our way. But don't judge. Be happy. Exactly. (laughs) So we thought it would be a good idea to give you an example of something that happened in our lives a number of years ago. Um, It's really juicy, yeah. Yeah. Michael talked about healing himself um, in in a recent show, actually, with his heart issues. But this is uh, not a physical issue. It's something that happened. And um, something that happens can often feel make you feel like a victim. It can make you feel like you're being put off track. Or it can just make you feel like, you know, something's wrong with you and all that kind of stuff. But the way we see things is that anything that comes in front of you is for your benefit of learning and growing. So we also get our challenges about somewhere between five and seven years ago, I'm not even sure how long ago it was, Michael and I went on a long 17-day trip. And it was marvelous. It was over a Valentine's Day weekend. And uh, we had a weekend seminar in L.A. And then we went to someplace, I think it was Phoenix, to go to a writer's conference. And then we um, drove up to Sacramento and then we drove home to Mount Shasta. And the writer's conference was wonderful, and I bought all these uh, good books on writing because I'm writing a book and haven't finished it yet, but I'm getting there. And um, as we were going along, I was also, um, at that time, just brand new to um, another training I gave myself. It's a self-training called A Course in Miracles. We sometimes talk about that on this show, um, which is a focus on forgiveness, And when you're working, focusing on advancing yourself in any area of your beingness, you will have your tests and challenges. So Michael and I decided to stop in the Sacramento area because I drive, do most of the driving. And because I was tired and it was late at night and we picked a hotel that had a security uh, guy out in the parking lot. 24 hours. That's right. 24 hour security guy guy. And the reason for it was we had our entire bookstore uh, in the back of the the car because 
um, we had done an, a weekend event, and I set up a little bookstore at each event. And we had about 95% of our ward, entire wardrobe. <laughs> That's right. We had all of our clothes, most of them dirty, but in our suitcases. <laughs> and um, I also had my computer in there, which included the manuscript I had already halfway finished for my book. So we had a lot of stuff in there. So we pulled up to this place. It was 2 in the morning. We knew we had to get up at 6 in the morning to leave or or 7. You know, it was one of those short nights. And Michael had actually pulled out my computer and said, let's take this up. And usually I I say, go ahead. And I said, don't bother. We're only going to be up there for a few hours. (laughs) And um, so he put it back in the car. And... We go in, we check in, we, we go immediately upstairs and we crash and, and crash and burn. It was a very long day that day and we were sleeping. And partway through our, I think in the first hour or so of sleep, I woke up because uh, I'm very sensitive to energy as Michael is. And I heard the sound of glass tinkling going through <laughs> Michael's aura. <laughs> now, where we were staying in that hotel was as far away from our car as possible. We were up on the third floor, and I would say the car was about a football field away from us because it was a large parking lot um, in, a, in a hotel area, and it was pretty full when we pulled up. So I thought, wow, that's really strange. I wonder what that is. And I went back to sleep, not thinking to take a look or to to check to see if anything was going on. And so we get this phone call at 6 o'clock in the morning from the hotel. And they said to us, "Um, last night, somebody broke into your car. (laughs) And I said, last night? How how long ago? Well, about four hours ago. And I said, and you're calling me just now? And they said, yes. And and I said, don't you have security in your parking lot? And, and he says, well, yes, but they don't carry guns. And <laughs> um, besides which, you know, we don't want to put them in danger if something is actually happening out in the parking lot. So what we saw was the, the security guard saw somebody kind of hanging around your car. And then uh, the next time he made his rounds, an, your hour car, later. an hour later, your car was broken into. So... We got up, and the first thing I thought of, since I was really working on practicing this forgiveness, because forgiveness is a kind of a letting go. It's not just saying, I forgive you to someone. In fact, that doesn't really do it as far as the power of real, true forgiveness. And so I said to Michael, I think I'm going to just sit here and meditate and do a little forgiveness before I go see what we lost. (laughs) And he said, okay, I'll go downstairs and start to uh, assess. Yeah, take care of it. And tell your part of the story. So I go down. And, you know, I'm I'm already uh, decided, okay, it's already happened. And this is part of what we're talking about today, don't judge, be happy, is I've already made my decision. I dropped any kind of judgments uh, as I'm already going out the uh, our hotel room, I still have to go three floors down and through the lobby and everything to get to the parking lot. So I decided I'll check in with the manager and uh, see what's what their information was, if there's anything more. And in the meantime, I'm going, okay, this thing, this break-in and whatever damage on the car, whatever got stolen, it's already done. You know, it's we we can't prevent it or anything. It's it's already done. So whatever, however it got there, it's already done. I already let go of it. I said, okay, it's already done. So what's important 
And this is one of the things in the uh, first stages of really starting to follow through on your commitment to heal. And this is a healing, right? Because uh, your something, your property has been violated and stolen and damaged and blah, blah, blah. So, okay, we need to bring it back to wholeness, uh, the energy even. So I'm starting that, and I'm actually quite happy, uh, even though this unfortunate thing happened. I'm already looking at, well, sure glad it's, you know, insured everything. We're, we're going to get everything back. And so then I talked to the manager, read the report from the security guard. <laughs> it was, I actually started laughing because the security guard saw these suspicious, even said, wrote down there uh, these suspicious characters around this particular car, SUV. And then he says, so I decided to check back after an hour. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're not, and I immediately saw this guy isn't paid enough. Not only does he not have a gun or anything, he's not paid enough to stick his neck out to where he can get injured or even killed. And so I, I had no problem letting him go like, you know, I wouldn't blame him. So um, so then I ask, you know, about the stuff and then I go out. And as I'm, I see my car and uh, I'm walking toward it and um, I get a text. So I, I check my phone and the text is... Uh, urgent message uh, a friend of ours and uh, the man who was my kid's um, uh, stepdad uh, for quite a few years had just died in the middle of the night and I was getting getting this message and I thought wow that was a surprise and, and he was a really nice guy and everything and so I'm still walking toward the car and I'm going isn't that isn't interesting that this text happens to come right in before I get to my car and the break-in and the whole bit? And I'm going, this really puts it into perspective. You know, what's, what's a break-in, uh, some damage to your car that can be fixed, uh, some stuff being stolen that can be replaced? And, and I go... You know, and here's this person who just died. And so I texted back and start communication with the people who were taking care of uh, his remains and everything else to find out what happened. And then I get to the car and I see one, the back big window is, is a side window is all broken into pieces. And I open the door and look inside and obviously there's suitcases missing uh, and Raphael's computer bag is missing. And that's the only thing I thought, oh, the computer's replaceable, but she had her whole, pretty much, you know, a half or more of her manuscript to the book she's writing in there. I hope she has a backup at home. That was my only thought. And then I start the process of taking care of, okay, where do we have to take the car to get it fixed? And how do we fill out the reports and who do we call all that type of stuff? And went back to talk to Raphael about it. And meanwhile, I've done my meditation and gotten myself ready. And 
Um, basically, the people that um, I'm laughing a little bit because even then we were laughing a little bit about this. They took everything. We have a big SUV and my bookstore was in the back. They took everything in the middle and probably what they really needed, which was the clothing. Yeah. And uh, hopefully to get my computer, uh, you know, sold off and, and get extra money. But it was at a time when everybody was losing their homes in Sacramento. And um, I, th- I think during the, the crash time. And we had finally heard that some uh, very famous bicyclist had also lost a very expensive bicycle in that very same parking lot the week before, <laughs> something like that. So it was for me just letting it go, letting it go. So we called the sheriff because we had to make a report for our insurance company. We had to drive clear across town. And it was a lovely sheriff's department, all women. And, of course, um, the person that broke into our car um, cut himself or herself because there was blood all over him. Well, there were several people, yeah. Yeah. So um, I said, well, you know, you want to take blood samples? And they're like, no, um, car break-ins aren't that important to (laughs) us. So we were pretty much on our own. And um, we decided to make it kind of a celebration in some way because, um, you know, when you lose something, it's better to not be – uh, overly griefy about, especially physical things. Because yeah, and it's like having a wake for somebody who's just died. Yes, and as far as the manuscript for my book, I had not backed it up. <laughs> it was one of those things, and um, what that did for me, even though that was a lot of work I had in that computer, I had even written a little note in the front of my computer. If you break into my computer, or if you steal my computer, I put on that. Um, I had written a note saying, please send me my manuscript. And of course they didn't. But um, anyway, it was, uh, it forced me to start my book over and it actually, uh, I had some brand new fresh ideas and I started it over with a whole new angle to it, which I think is going to work a lot better. So everything has its advantage. And when we got home, we remembered that um, our broker, our insurance broker, had called us just before this big trip and told us that they were um, changing our homeowner's insurance company because the one we had wasn't paying people. So the, I had signed the papers just before we left, and we found out we lost about $17,000 worth of stuff <laughs> out of our cart. It was kind of amazing, yeah. and we had a check in our hand in two days, and uh, we, we were able to get on with our lives. So it's amazing. And uh, we have a caller. Uh, do we have time before the break? or? Oh, sure, and we can always put her on hold again. Okay. So we have Julia in California. Hi. Hi, Hi there. Julia. Hey, how are you two? Hello, everyone. Very good. How's it going? And what can we uh, answer for you? Well, okay, so healing. So I'm trying to heal some stuff in my body. Seems to be related to older viruses and toxins and things. And so then I look back to being born with a compromised immune system. And I'm just wondering why would I have mocked that up? And I just feel like I'm missing a piece here in my own healing. Ah, yes. And and, um, the healing... This is one of the things, especially with healers like you and <laughs> teachers and people who are problem solvers. You're a tremendous problem solver. And so when you look at something especially important to yourself, you immediately start to look at it 
as a problem to be solved, right? And and that in itself is a judgment. Ah, so if you look at, okay, the minute you start to look at this chronic condition, this, this you know, from birth uh, uh, thing that you, you've had, and, and, okay, how did you choose to have a compromised immune system? Well, did you actually choose to have that? Right? That's that's not even a certainty. It's it's something that's happened. Just like we didn't choose to have our car broken into, it it happens. And who knows what the combination of karmic stuff, uh, this that, and the other thing, all comes together like a perfect storm. Your immune system is like that too. And how much is it your uh, working out? the karmic dynamics and cycles of your family or various family members and the genetic line that you came into. And so this is, you know, we all come in pretty much strapped with certain genetics and and certain uh, defects, (laughs) certain liabilities and all that stuff. Challenges. Right from the get-go in terms of how do we we become senior to these conditions that comes with the body, comes with the genes, and then, oh, even if you have that, it's not a problem. You you have a great life, and in the process, it's you can start to heal more and more because you're healing yourself, freeing yourself from the karmic uh, conditions of a body and so forth and so on, families, and you're not letting that compromise your life in any way and in fact you start to use that in your life for your growth and as you do so the things like body things that can start to be healed and and actually changed uh, transformed into something else will start to transform but that, that comes first but if you're focusing on transforming the conditions first in order for you to be able to have a fuller life, then it's you're going upstream and, and you're going against the traffic. So that's the first thing you have to straighten out, and then you can you can start to transform the conditions. Okay, Julia, we have a break coming up. Please stay on the line with us, and we'll talk a little bit uh, more to you. Right after the break. Right after the break. And uh, we are with Heal Yourself, Don't Judge, Be Happy. See you in a couple of minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you sometimes feel that you are powerless in control over your own life? We all face challenges in our lives that we can overcome. Just ask Chantel, the host of Chantel Inspires. She has overcome so many challenges in her life and has successfully emerged as the victor rather than the victim. Speaking from personal experience and also from the experiences of her guests, she is here to help you turn the downs into ups and be your best self. Tune in Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. 
Do we really have a full understanding as to why we do certain things and function the way that we do? There are many different aspects of trauma, and you can learn more about them and how to overcome the symptoms by tuning in to Trauma Talk with host Ezrina Rose Scott. On Trauma Talk, Ezrina and her special guest experts and clients will discuss the different results of trauma and some effective methods in resolving and healing from them. Listen live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. So good to have you back, and welcome to those of you just joining us. We know you could be doing something else right now, and um, we... Love it that you have decided to be with us instead. Our topic today is heal yourself, don't judge, be happy. Now, before we go back into our conversation, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that we're doing in July, just in case some of you out there would like to join us for a very special vacation, mini retreat kind of a thing. Um, We are going to the big island of Hawaii. I know a lot is happening there right now. Boom, boom, lava, lava. I lava you, you You lava lava me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are giving a a weekend retreat, Saturday and Sunday, at the Royal Kona Resort Hotel and Spa on the Big Island of Hawaii in Kona. And it's going to be happening on Michael's 65th birthday weekend. It's a do-it-yourself mini-retreat to celebrate your power. Intuit, imagine, create, and accomplish with Michael Tamura. On Saturday, July 14th, we'll be joyful in the eye of the hurricane, renewing yourself, space, and sanctity in challenging times. And on Sunday, July 15th, is Miracles on Tap, harnessing your creative powers to realize all your dreams. Plus, on this Monday following is an optional Dolphin Cruise Swim birthday celebration on Monday, May 16th with our wonderful friends, uh, Milena and China Mike with Sunlight on Water. Uh, We love them, and we've done this for many, many years. So if you want to find out more about that, please see the details on our website at michaeltamura.com, and that's T-A-M as in Mary, U-R-A, michaeltamura.com. 
So, Michael. Yes. You had some thoughts. Yes. You uh, to before share. we get back, well, as we get back to the call with Julia, you know, Julia was asking about her uh, situation and her health and everything, long-term situation, uh, and and having been born with a more compromised uh, immune system. Well, I want to share my example. I've, you know, having been dead five times. <laughs> <laughs> and needing to heal myself back to living fully here. It's, I have a lot of experiences, a lot of situations where I have to start from the outside. It seemingly seems like I'm starting from scratch every time because physically, when I've had a heart attack or open heart surgery or just dropped dead because of a sudden cardiac arrest or whatever, coming back is no you know, Sunday picnic. And so so sometimes I start and I get back from the hospital or whatever and I go, okay, let's see if I can walk down to the end of the sidewalk or end of the driveway. It's not that long. <laughs> oh, so many times, how many times can I walk around in a circle inside the living room before, you know, starting to keel over? And so that's where I had to start from. And and you better believe it when you're in that kind of a situation. Oh, there's the judgments that come up of, oh, no, not this again. Uh, blah, 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 and frustrations and whatnot. And what I've trained myself for years to do is when that starts to come up, I just bring it up and go, I welcome it. I go, great, all these thoughts and feelings Welcome aboard. <laughs> it's your turn. You, you may leave now. It's, you know, I'm not going to keep you here tied down. I'm just going to let you come up and say hi. And I say hi to them. And I just go, okay. And like we've taught you on this radio show pretty much almost every week to ground yourself and put, imagine that rose out in front of you. Put all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the images, everything most of which are judgments, put it into that rose. And then imagine it exploding. Ah, okay, done with that batch. And you're going to get more. Every time you're going to get more. And until there's nothing left. And it's not just nothing left, it's that none of it bothers you anymore. You don't have to suppress it. You don't have to dramatize and act it out. You don't have to think about it, worry about it, fight it, argue with it, anything. It's, there's no energy on it. You're totally senior. You've mastered yourself. And so then there's nothing to let go. It's, it's not even there. And you'll find out what you think is so real and so intense screaming at you, if you don't do this, you're going to die. If you don't do that, if this doesn't happen, blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff really exists. So when you start to be more and more the spirit you, none of it matters. It doesn't matter if you're born into a female body or a male body. It doesn't matter if your brain is wired differently than everybody else's and you have a trouble getting along with people. It doesn't matter that your immune system seems to be more compromised. First, you become senior to it. Then, that means drop the judgments and 
you can be happy. You're able to laugh, saying, that's what I had to do every time. I had to laugh at myself. Oh, here again. (laughs) Uh, The next six months or a year, three years sometimes, I'm going to have to rebuild my strength back up. And and here, I, here I am talking with a compromised voic- vocal cords <laughs> <laughs> from one of the many surgeries. Yeah, and and it wasn't the surgery; it was the intubation. But who cares if so many people wanted me to sue the anesthesiologist because they decided that he's the one at fault? But what's that going to do? Well, maybe get me some money or something. But is it going to help me heal right now? Not really. That has to come from within myself. So back to Julia. Yes, Julia, are you on the line? I am. All right. Um, One of the things I was looking at with you, Julia, is that, um, and you don't have to believe in reincarnation, but this is what I look at a lot of times when somebody is born with a condition, is that as you passed over last lifetime, you didn't understand why you were ill. And it had to do with an environmental condition that um, involved insecticides and that sort of thing. And so this time, part of your uh, journey of your life has been to learn about what can cause an immune system problem and also how can you heal it. So it's been kind of, remember what I said at the beginning of the show, it's been one of those things where when it's in front of you or in, even inside of you, if it's in your physical body, it's there for you to teach you something. So, And it becomes your journey to do that. And for people who become unhappy and, and feel like victims, there's no route to healing. And plus, Julia, you love little critters. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, just think, these little viral little critters and bacterial <laughs> like little critters. Yes, they're not quite as furry, and they don't purr, I don't think. (laughs) Yes, so in a way, um, if you could uh, be able to start to look at it, not as something that is in, in the space of victimizing you, but something that's going to teach you something that you wanted to learn. And sometimes we don't remember what we ask for either on our last death or, or even before we come in to be born. Like Michael, I always see that he signed up for this experience of having many heart issues. And so when it's teaching him a lot, and I have been, I, I can bear witness to the incredible growth that he's had. And he's watched me go through various things as well, not necessarily physical, but other things. And speaking of the heart, uh, Julia, with you, check your four chakra and uh, it, that's kind of the center of the in, what becomes the immune immune system in the physical physiological part of the body, and and that's that's one of the things you are working on within yourself is essentially learning to love yourself, and if you look in the four chakra and see your history of where you went against yourself so many times on that level because your body or something condition in your life wasn't perfect or wasn't just right. You might start to get some new answers. Okay, we better get on to the next. Thank you, Julia, for calling in. Okay, we have Lynette Lynette from Atlanta. Hello, Lynette. Hi. Hi. 
<laughs> Good to be on. Thank you. You're welcome. So, what would you like to ask us? <laughs> um, I lo- everything you're saying is resonating and um, is very helpful. I um, I've been struggling with bronchitis for the last uh, eight weeks now, uh-huh. um, which is totally unfamiliar to me. I'm a flute player and a musician, and uh-huh. uh, and also I was very healthy and well eight weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm not really understanding. So I, I'm, I'm, I hear you about all the judgment and, and, and all of that. Definitely have been experiencing that. Um, and one thing I've uh, had a challenge with is knowing um, <clears throat> when to go to the doctor and when not to go to the doctor. And do you, do you, you know, the, the regular general practitioner, they, you know, they have all kinds of medication they want to put me on, and I've done, yes. I feel like I've done everything I think that they know to do. And then the next step would be to see a pulmonologist, which I don't think I need to do, but I guess I've struggled. I'm just, yes. I'm not sure well, when to address it spiritually and when to address it with traditional medicine. Good, um, question. Yeah. good very good question. And that, my answer would be, you have to trust your intuition. So mm-hmm. in a meditative state, you know, uh, have you been on our, sh- listened to our show before? Once before, yes. Yes, so you uh, heard at least a little bit about the grounding, finding your yes. center of your head. And, and if you go to our website uh, and look at the free stuff, uh, michaeltomorrow.com, free stuff, yes. audio. Spiritual and, toolkit. Yes. And I read you are the answer, yes. Oh, great, great, great. That's my so, very helpful. Great. So you can practice that, put yourself into a little quiet meditation, and then tune into your intuition. And my book has some of that instruction there, too. And just really trust yourself. Okay, do I need to go to the medical route? And if so, this doctor or that doctor or whatever, is this therapy or treatment correct for me at this time and for the body's well-being? So ask yourself some set of questions and see what you get from within your own self. So that's how I would choose whether to go or not to go. But back to your question about the bronchitis and and this whole uh, chest area, um, uh, lung stuff that's going on, it's there's a, a very angry man uh, in your life. Uh, is this an ex-husband or ex-boyfriend? That, oh, it could, that, could very well be an ex-husband. <laughs> yeah, very angry. And uh, when this... Shortly, real shortly, like a day before, two days, maybe three days at the most, before you start to have your initial symptoms in your lungs, uh, he got very angry. He might have been thinking about something about you and just blew up. And and the reper- you got full force the repercussion of his kind of wrath, and you took it right in the heart center, in the middle of your chest, and... It kind of uh, damaged your aura, and there's there's some leaks and whatnot in the aura that you need to repair uh, okay. for your healing. To, right before. Ah, uh, okay. So that could have been uh, <laughs> at the time when this happened. <clears throat> and is he a kind of a biggish guy? Okay. Uh, sturdy, you know. Uh, and very, very, he's very passionate, but he also has a lot of anger. And uh, that's, he doesn't realize when he blows up like that, even if you're not, you know, right there, it, it goes to the person that he's uh, uh, intending. He was resentful and angry about. Okay. 
Okay. So to answer your question, it might be good to get some healing, spiritual healing work. And anytime you have a physical issue, I, uh, we do this too, unless it's a life and death emergency, we do the energy work first. And okay. if you need a recommendation or something, you can call our office and okay. and see, um, we, we might be able to get to, or you could write to uh, us at livingthemiracleradio Radio at, gmail. at gmail.com. All right. Okay. Thank you. Our sh- okay. We're coming to the end of our show, unfortunately. We'd love to talk to you more. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Um, next you. week, Next week, <clears throat> learn about your clairsentience. What you feel may not be how you feel. We'll see you Wednesday right here on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Please remember to tell all your friends about our show and share it on social media. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.